Hour two of the Saturday show underway here on the Zone Sports Network, 97.5 FM, 1280 AM. Thanks for taking some time to join us on this Saturday afternoon. That's Lundy. I'm Yawk. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support of the show. Our second week uh, together, we are back, and it is a blast to be here. So hopefully you guys are enjoying it. Uh, you can follow Lundy on Twitter at 247Lundy. You can follow me at Jacob C. Hatch. Of course, you can follow the station at Zone Sports Net. And as we mentioned earlier on, in the show. If you guys want to interact, we love interaction. Also, feel free to use that open mic feature on the Zone app. It allows you to record 15 seconds of audio, you ship it off to us, and we will play them on air. We love your guys' takes. Yeah, like, come join us. I mean, we, yeah. you know, we like you said, Yuck, we love the interaction, you know, come be part of the show. We're two dudes who we get to talk sports. We're lucky enough that we're the mouthpieces here, but we want you guys to have your voice heard as well. So yeah. feel free to be part of it. This is a conversation. We want yeah. to include people in the conversation. We're not lecturing or, you know, presenting. <laughs> we may lecture at some point. But... I mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> we probably could. I, I think that, I don't know that I'd be the the best kind of like college professor lecture. <laughs> okay. It would probably devolve into some form of chaos. Fair but... enough. Hey, hey, you know, we we could try that at some point, right? This, is it the Socratic method or something like that? Yeah, I mean. I, it's been a while since I've been in college. I guarantee it's going to, you know, it'd be kind of like the uh, Patton Oswalt uh, filibuster yes. on Parks and Rec. Yes, yes, yes. You yes, know, yes. that that would be, if, I, if, if ever given that platform, if you ever give me that green light, I promise you it's going to get weird. <laughs> we may need to do this at some point, like, you know, middle of July when we're just like, you know, let's kill a segment. Lundy, go. <laughs> Just dive deep into Lord of the Rings lore and just you know hey. see how many people stay tuned in. It um, won't be many. That would be fun. All right. Well, let's get back to the topic at hand. Obviously, the NBA playoffs are here. It's been a long week waiting for the Utah Jazz to get back into action. And the wait, we're just over 24 hours away. The Utah Jazz will be in action here in this here building, Vivint Arena. 13,000 fans will be here cheering on the Utah Jazz as they open the playoffs. I'm excited for it, and the best part about it, it appears that Donovan Mitchell's return to the lineup is imminent. Oh man, it's! I am so excited just to to feel that environment. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, even the six and a half thousand fans when they were here. Sure. Well, it was okay. It started with what we had four thousand. No, think, I think it was like three something. Thirty five, I think. Yeah, okay. something like that. Then it went to five. Then it went to five, and then it went to like six and a half. Mm-hmm. And now we're doubling that to we're going 13. We're to 13, baby. And man, I mean, you know, obviously the six and a half, it, it wasn't the same as it was before. Sure. But, I mean, after however long of just nothing, <laughs> man, it felt good. And yeah. this is going to be, this is going to be something else. I am so excited for this to, to start coming back and just to feel, to feel right again. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's. Normal. I know yes. we're talking about the quote-unquote new normal and whatnot. You know what? As the vaccination rates have gone up, all this different stuff going on with COVID-19, I am feeling like things are going back to what we had in 2019, uh, going back to March of 2020. I, I'm feeling like we're getting back to that, and I couldn't be more excited. Mm. It, it's been a long year, and I and I mean long year. I think anybody out there listening to this can agree in so many different ways. Our lives were just really upended by COVID-19. But man, 
is it going to be great to have 13,000 crazy fans going nuts as the Utah Jazz take on the Memphis Grizzlies? Yeah. So to all of you fans that are that are coming to the games, that are watching from home, first and foremost, thank you. Sure. And, yeah. you know, I think that the players are going to share that sentiment. Oh, yeah. And so Donovan Mitchell, when he comes back, he's, he's going to be hungry because he's been sitting for the past several weeks. He's a competitor. He wants to play. And then I think he's going to fuel himself on that new energy that that fills the arena um, I mean he's he's mentioned in the past that he loves the fan interaction and <laughs> things like that and so I think we're going to see Donovan you know reintroduce himself to the scene after this time off I, yeah I would agree with you on that but why don't we let the folks hear from Donovan himself he spoke to the media earlier this week and I took it as a good sign that he was on his way back, they announced he'd practiced fully for the first time since injuring that ankle. You'll hear from him about how the ankle feels, what he expected getting back into practice for the first time, because it's been, what, a month since he really has been with the guys doing a full practice. They haven't had a lot of practice time this season to begin with, but it's been a, li- a minute for him. Let's go to it. Let's here we go. Donovan Mitchell speaking to the media, talking about his impending return to the Utah Jazz lineup right here on the Zone Sports Network. Hey Donovan, uh, how was um, how was practice today? Uh, how did you feel? Um, more importantly, where's your wind at, and uh, how's how does the ankle feel for you? Um, practice was good. You know, I got out there, competed. Um, it's definitely you could tell it's been the first time in what has it been four or five weeks, but you know that's to be expected. You know, just trying to find ways to get back in get back in the groove, get back in you know, full shape, you know, uh, I feel like I'm getting there. Um, and you know, things are progressing well. Um, can't complain. And you know, the guys, we all look, we all look good and determined and ready to go. So, um, can't complain. All right. Next up, Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey Don, can you kind of take us through the recovery process kind of, you know, when you first started feeling like you were on a path to maybe getting back to returning to action again? Um, yeah, it uh, definitely was uh, a tough process. Uh, just for for me, I haven't been out this long since my tenth grade year in high school. Um, so it's definitely you 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 kind of you know it's a it's a mental game as much as a physical one too. Um, you know, and I would say you know things started progressing well. To be honest with you, I've I've lost track of days, <laughs> um, and honestly, I barely know what today is. Uh, but I feel like, you know, kind of been progressing well for like the past two weeks, I want to say. Uh, no, I mean, you're going to quote me on that, but I could be wrong. Um, but um, I feel like that's, you know, things started to go in the right way and projecting well. And, you know, I, as a whole, you know, I think just just continuing to take my time and continue to go about the right way, I think is the biggest thing. Uh, it wasn't some an injury wasn't something to play with. Um, wasn't as minor as it was, you know made out to be. Uh, I'll leave it at that. But, you know, I definitely had some some hurdles to climb and we think we did a good job and just continuing to progress. All right, Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Donovan, are are you expecting that you'll be ready to go for game one? That's the goal. Um, barring any setbacks, Scott, God forbid, knock on wood, but uh, that's the goal. Um, and just trying to go out there and just be there for my teammates and try and help to, to go out there and, and win a championship. You know, I think that's the goal. It's been the goal all year and, you know, but, you know, God forbid anything happens. I think that's the goal for me. That's the goal for everybody here and to be ready for game one. Ryan Miller, KSL. 
Donovan, you mentioned that you haven't been out for a while since what your 10th grade year. Um, what did you learn kind of just having to sit out and watch? Um, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, I think being able to see where, you know, obviously we saw Boyan, you know, step up huge for me and Mike were out. Um, George was a, was a big piece, Trent, you know, and being able to kind of sit on the sidelines and, and kind of coach in a sense allows you to also teach yourself, you know, cause you're kind of staying engaged and staying in the flow. Um, I think we saw a lot of you know, guys stepping up, you know, similar to the bubble, you know, when guys kind of stepped up into, into different roles, you saw the same thing, um, you know, when myself and Mike were out, uh, I think that'll hopefully carry over into the playoffs. I think it will guys stepping up into their roles, expect having a uh, much more confidence, you know, in certain areas and different areas of every person's game. Um, and I think, you know, we can, we're a team that can compete with anybody, if not be anybody in the league and we're going to go out there and try and prove that every night um, and just play the way we've been playing, you know, and I, my goal is to come back and just continue to, to go out there and do what I do and do what we do as a team. Uh, ben Anderson, KSL Sports. Did you notice anything differently about the ankle today? What's it like to get back out on it? Um, I mean, yeah, it's definitely sore, you know, when you haven't played in what, five weeks um, for sure. But, you know, Thankfully, no pain, you know, so that's that's the that's the good part. But for me, it's just trying to stack these days on top of each other because it's not like you just play once and then take four days off and then play again. You know, this is gonna, these games are going to start coming uh, quickly. So we got to be ready for that. The intensity is going to pick up. You know, it's not going to be a practice. It's going to be, you know, game one of the playoffs of so being ready for that. And, you know, I think that's really it for me, just understanding how I'm going to go out there, integrate myself uh, back into the back into the lineup and, you know, I just go out there and just try and do everything I can. Dana Green, ABC4. Donovan, kind of following up on Ryan's uh, question, do you think the team made some progression without you and Mike, but you were out a little bit longer? I mean, they went 10 and 6. That's pretty good against some some good competition there. Do you think the team did progress without you out there? Yeah, for sure. I think we saw things, one, on the positive side, I think we saw a lot of things that we're, we are, we're really good at, you know, what we can really, how we can beat teams, how we can go out there and play the way we play. And then as far as, things where we have weaknesses and we saw that as well. And I think guys have worked their tails off to, to, to fix those weaknesses as like quickly, you know, and you saw it throughout the process, you know, we had two tough losses in Minnesota that we turned around and have a great game against uh well, was a week, a few weeks later, but Denver, you know, it was a huge win uh, that stands out. Like for me, it's like, okay, we're correcting things on the fly. We're doing things. Cause that's all the playoffs are going to be is being able to make adjustments good and bad uh, throughout the entire playoffs. And I think every week, everybody held it down, you know, doing, doing their jobs and, and their, and their levels rose uh, tremendously. Um, and I think we found something in Trent Forrest um, that is, that is huge as well. And I want to give him his, his props too. He just looks so composed and, you know, steady, you know, throughout the entire time. And, you know, I think that's something that we've, we found and just can continue to go out there as a team and as a group to go out there and just try to adjust. Cause that's all that's going to happen for the next, hopefully two or three months is just adjustments and, and going from there. Uh, Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune. Quick ones, just uh, for game one, are you expecting to be at 100%, you know, again, barring any setbacks and, and you know, playing your usual allotment of minutes? Um, honestly, I haven't had that conversation as far as allotment of minutes. Um, I would like to think so. I don't know. Um, and either way, what's, it's what's best interest, not just for the team, but for myself, because I don't want to go out there and, you know, go out there full bore and then hurt it again. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it is the playoffs and you got to go out there and you got to compete and got to be ready. And I think my teammates understand that. My coaches understand that. I understand that. Uh, but just going out there and just doing, doing what I can, you know, I think the biggest thing is trying to see how I respond after practice today, 
next practice. And then when you get to game one, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, go time. Um, so I wouldn't, I haven't had that conversation to give you say, yeah, I'm ready to play 48. I mean, I feel like I'm ready to play 48, but at the end of the day, you gotta be smart as well. Uh, because you can go out there and, and re-injure it as well. We saw that happen with, um, a few guys can go out there and, and re-injure yourself and you don't want that either. Cause then you're out for an extended period of time as well. And, and then I wanted to ask kind of about the original incident that, that caused the ankle sprain. Was that something that you, I mean, how did you see that unfold? And was that something that you were frustrated by? And to be honest, and I feel like a long time ago, I mean, the, the biggest thing for me, like, you know, he, he, he came to me, um, and, and, you know, he expressed, uh, that he didn't feel that he didn't want to, uh, he didn't mean to do that. You know, as far as whether it's intentional, I can't speak on that. I don't, I'm not him. I don't know. Um, I'm not frustrated and I think everything happens, you know, in life for a reason. I'm one of those people, you know, I think this allowed me to grow in certain instances, allowed me to learn, allowed guys on our team to grow as well. You know, if we want to be who we want to be guys like Boyan stepped up, you know, huge time, huge, you know, come playoff time. He's going to be a guy. We kind of keep riding the wave and, and George has been huge. Like guys, confidence levels rose, you know, with my absence as well, which is think is huge. You know, we, like I said, so I think for me, it's just like, look, it happened. You can control what you can control. Uh, all I can control is how I get back, how I get back in shape and how I go out there and, and be the best player that I can be for my teammates um, and go from there. Uh, we have a question from Bowler. Hey, thanks. Hey, Don, how are you? Hey, Bowler. Hey, buddy. I was uh, well, just curious if you can for us uh, reflect a bit from the days of OKC to the bubble, to the plane trip to Memphis, to your injury and a 52-win season. Um, I guess while you were injured, you had time to kind of think about all those things that have made this team who they are. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, we've come a long way. I think, you know, the thing that reminds me, um, thing that kind of hits home for me is the, the, the locker room after the loss of game seven, the bus getting on the bus, you know, and I told everybody, I said, remember this feeling, um, remember, you know, everything, you know, remember how you feel. And then when you get tired, understand that we were tired in game seven, understand that you need, if you're at five reps, we need seven. If you're at seven, we need 10, you know, understanding that that's going to be the next level mentality. And we got to go out there and do it all over again uh, for these playoffs, understanding that every, every little thing we do in the off season, you know, is coming to fruition right now. Um, I think that's, that's something that we've all, we've all understood, you know, we've come a long way as a group and I'm, I'm really proud of how we've continued to compete. You know, we've been through a bunch of different things. Um, the plane being, you know, one of the most recent ones, um, but you know, like we've been to a bunch of this group and I think it's brought us closer together as a group. Um, and you gotta go out there and compete, you know, nothing's going to be given to us at the end of the day, we have the X on our backs. Um, teams are going to come out hungry for us. No one really expects us to do much. And I think that kind of feeds our fire and we just gotta go out there and, and just go out, do what we do and try to become champions. There you go, Donovan Mitchell. And if you missed any of that uh, conversation, you can go to our website, 1280thezone.com. We post all that audio up there. You also can follow the Utah Jazz feed on your podcast provider of choice. I know Lundy does a good job updating it uh, with the post-game shows and all that stuff. Is it the Jazz radio feed that you update, or do you do both of them? Uh, it's the Zone Jazz yeah, feed. Yeah. Zone, zone, zone Jazz feed. So search, search out the Zone Sports Network dash Utah Jazz, and you'll find it. Literally anything and everything that has relation to the Utah Jazz from any of the shows, DJ and PK in the morning, Hands and Scotty G, the big show, anything with Utah Jazz radio, it all goes into that feed. 
you can hear everything and guests, analysis, all of it. It's all right there for you guys. So check that out. Lundy, uh, before we get to break here, give me some of your thoughts on this series against Memphis. Obviously, they, they won last night at Golden State. They're going to be motivated coming in here. I think that, to use the quote, I, I think they're. Their uh, hearts will be willing. I'm trying to say it. <laughs> the bodies aren't going to hold up. I'm murdering this analogy, but I just don't feel like they're going to have their legs in this game tomorrow night, at least. No, I, I completely agree. And, you know, the Jazz are going to come out. I think that this is going to be the Jazz punching Memphis in the mouth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, I mean, I said it earlier, I think it's going to create kind of a false sense of security within the fan base. Because watching it, it's going to look like the Jazz are going to, going to run away with this series. I think it's mostly due to the fact that uh, that Memphis is so tired and that they're playing at elevation after you know a very physical and emotionally draining game. Uh, I think that Memphis will make it very physical and tough in the games after that. Uh, but it's going to be a great first start to the to the, the this series and I think the Jazz are going to make a lot of people in this state really happy. That's the thing about this. This this time of year in Utah, there the weather's getting good obviously. You can see that. You, it, the weather's getting warmer, but the Utah Jazz, this is when they traditionally have just it's playoff time. Mm-hmm. And this whole state buys in. I, like I always like to talk about my mom. My mom She's a, I say, very casual sports fan. She knows kind of when things are going on, football season in the fall, Utah Jazz kind of during the winter. But there are a few times in my life, because she knows what I, obviously I work in sports radio, but she'll hit me up this time of year and say, okay, what are the Jazz looking like and all this stuff? That I think that screams to what the Utah Jazz mean to this community. There are very casual sports fans, but when it comes to the playoffs, all of a sudden, it just it goes up another level. Like we talked about earlier, the, the players take it to the next level. Well, the fans at the same time, there's a new interest. There's, a I guess, a renewed interest from the fan base that maybe has kind of just been sitting along. Okay, they've been doing pretty good, but they haven't been the diehards like you and I are. We're covering it game in and game out. But they realize, okay, this is where it really gets good. Yeah, you know, you might say that the the casual fans start to take note around this time of year. There you go. I like it. Well done, sir. Nice branding. Well done. All right. Well, coming up next, we're going to get to a new segment here on the show. We're calling it Five Minutes Of, and it's a playoff of the old Saturday show. We'll explain more here in a moment. This is the Saturday show on the Zone Sports Network. Lob to Rudy. Oh, he packed it with the right hand. Produce three all-stars. Check. Oh, Donovan Mitchell. Win 51 games. Check. Earn the best record in the NBA in the top spot in the West. You are fabulous. Check and check. The regular season is over, and now the number one seeded Utah Jazz begin their quest for an NBA title. Let's go! When the Jazz take the court in the NBA playoffs, you'll hear every second of every game on your exclusive home. Welcome home of the Utah Jazz. 97.5, 1280, The Zone, in the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back to the Saturday show. Yawk and Lundy along for the ride with you guys. Uh, Lundy, we're going to talk about five minutes of, and this is a segment that has its genesis in the old, or I guess the previous version of the Saturday show. When I hosted it with Adrian Lizer, uh, what now over a year since we last did that. It's crazy to think how 
the last year, I had to mention this last segment, the last year has really been one that's been trying for a lot of people. It just felt like it was a decade almost in some, in some ways. But when we did the show before, of course, I am a soccer aficionado. I like to watch Real Salt Lake and whatnot. So he called it five minutes of soccer. And I figured, you know what? Lundy's got an interest in hockey, and you, you, you know more about the puck game on ice than I will ever know about. And my team hasn't started playing yet. As I mentioned last week, I'm, I'm all in with the Seattle Kraken. So I decided, you know what? We're going to call it five minutes of. And what it, that means is it's going to be five minutes of a few different topics here as we kind of round out things on a Saturday. So let's start off with hockey. Where are we going? Awesome. Well, we're going to start locally. The Utah Grizzlies last night uh, beat the Allen Americans 4-1. to one. Uh, You know, which is great. They're, sure. The Grizzlies are currently fourth in the Western Conference behind the Allen Americans. Okay. Uh, they play Allen again tonight at 7-10. Uh, it's a home game. So, you know, if you are looking for something to do on a Saturday night, you know, go check out the home 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 team on the uh, on the ice out in West Valley. The Grizzlies have done a good job the last couple of years. They've been a very good team. That's the one thing I think, if you want fan interest, you have a competitive team. And there were times that the Grizzlies have been not competitive. Last little while, though, they've been a fairly competitive squad. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to the NHL, there, the the Stanley Cup playoffs are in full swing now. I know when we had talked last week, we had we had one weird, game. There was there was the first game of the playoffs, but also a regular season game that sure. same day. Okay, the regular season continued till Wednesday, <laughs> even though there were playoff series going on. Um, but you know, now everybody's fully into the playoffs. So the postseason's season. fully underway. Finally. Yes. Okay. And it has been awesome. You know, if if you're listening, if you enjoy hockey but haven't experienced playoff hockey, this is something. This, you know, I mean, it is otherworldly. Uh, so far, since last Saturday, there have been eight overtime games. Okay. And I believe two of them have gone to double overtime, um, which. Overtime in the NHL is sudden death. So, you know... Like if a they, golden goal kind of situation? Yeah, okay. Yep. So, you know, overtime can go the full 20 minutes or more, you know, which sure. leads to a second overtime. It can go 30 seconds. <laughs> Jeez, you never know. Okay. You know, as soon as, as soon as the puck goes in the net, uh-huh. it's done. It's over. There have been eight overtime games. Um, so, you know, it's it is just pedal to the metal we are getting a lot of entertaining things um and up some updates on some series of relevance uh the vegas golden knights are up two to one in the series against the minnesota wild uh game four is tonight at six o'clock okay so you know vegas being pretty close you know in proximity people are interested in that also the colorado avalanche i know our guy eric here at the, at the station. Austin Horton as well, apparently. I did not know oh, this. I, he's been tweeting out this week that he's an avalanche fan. I, did, I had no clue. Me neither. So um, Eric Jensen, obviously, yeah. Yeah. And Eric was at a game last week. You know, he, he was just barely out there uh, to, to watch the Avs play. Uh, they lead the St. Blue, Louis Blues 3-0. to zero. Oh, so they're so, looking for the knockout yeah, punch. Yeah, the, 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 the sweep could be completed. Uh, the game starts, puck drop is tomorrow at 3. Okay. And then uh, my Oilers... They they are struggling. I was going to ask you um, how, how are the Oilers? They doing? are not 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 looking great right now. They're down two to zero to the Winnipeg Jets. Okay. Um, they have in those two games, which last night's went to overtime. Okay. So there's been six periods and an overtime. Fair. They have one goal. 
especially with like guys like Connor McDavid, who we talked about last yeah. week, one of the best players, if not the best player in the NHL right now. Connor McDavid good. is clearly, clear, like far and away the best player offensively in the NHL. He's the only player this season with over 100 points, Okay, which points in the NHL, um, goals and assists. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so he has the most. He's over 100. The next highest, Leon Dreisaitl, also with the Oilers, who has 70. And they only have one goal? And they only have one goal in those two playoff games. Yikes. So the top two producing players offensively, and the Oilers can't get on the scoreboard. Jeez. So it's 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 a little frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. Um, but yeah, if you want to uh, you know, experience my misery, game three is tomorrow at 5.30. So that, that can be kind of maybe a warm-up pre-appetizer before the Jazz. I'll put it this way. I am not a huge hockey fan. It's just not a sport I grew up watching a lot of. But I don't care who you are. If you're a sports fan in any sense of the word, playoff hockey, it'll suck you in. It's something else. Yeah. It's it's kind of like the NBA playoffs. Like, just lay fans, like fans who aren't casual fans, they all of a sudden they're like, what is this? This is awesome. Like, because these guys are going for it. They're they're obviously like they're going for that Stanley Cup. We've all seen the Stanley Cup uh, trophy celebration when whoever wins it. I think anybody who watches this can can get into this, honestly. Mm-hmm. All right, on to five minutes of soccer. All right, let's talk about it. Uh, Real Salt Lake will be in action tonight. They are headed to FC Dallas, headed to Frisco, Texas. This is going to be interesting for Real Salt Lake because last week we talked about the fact that they were facing off against Nashville. And Lundy, I don't know how much soccer you actually watch or if you watch that match. Anybody who watched that match probably would never come back and watch another soccer match ever. It was uh, snoozeworthy is probably the word to use. A zero-zero draw, nil-nil draw, and it did not feature anything. I felt like that would make a soccer or a person who's investigating soccer for the first time, just checking it out, would be like, "This is what people like watching." No, that's not what soccer fans are talking about. Yeah, you know, and to answer your question, you know, as to how much soccer I watch, mm-hmm. usually it's you know every month month and a half when i decide to restart ted lasso okay uh, that's enough. that's that's about as deep as i get into it um and then on top of that every four years when the world cup happens sure you know men's and women's world cup big yeah. fan of those but uh that's you know it, it's not something that you know it's kind of like you with hockey where it's yeah. i just don't know a lot about the game yeah and see the thing is that with hockey i have kind of made it a vow when seattle uh starts up next year the seattle crack and they're gonna be the 32nd team in the nhl i figured okay new team i couldn't for whatever reason the vegas golden knights just not didn't vibe with me but when the seattle kraken announced it i'm like okay that's my squad right there so next year we'll be able to talk more about it because i'll be paying a little more attention i feel like but I, I i completely understand what you're talking about there are sports that we're all fans of but it's just you have to kind of do what you're doing and I'm looking forward to this. I think Real Salt Lake, they want to show that they're, they can get their offense back in gear. Uh, obviously, having scored one goal in the past two matches, not good enough, especially them being home matches. You, gave, you've, you dropped three points against San Jose two weeks ago. You split the points with Nashville last week with that draw. FC Dallas traditionally has been a very, very tough place for Real Salt Lake. Also, traditionally, they've gone there in the middle of the summer when it's 105 degrees in Frisco and 100% humidity and guys wilt in the second half. Going there in mid-May, hopefully a better... Mid-May? I guess we can call it mid-May, May May 22nd. But nonetheless, you want to see a better effort from Real Salt Lake tonight, have a little more offense because last week, holy smokes, I was dozing off at points during that match. So there you go. Some thoughts on soccer. And now, our final topic today, five minutes of... 
BYU football. And what I mean by this is yesterday an announcement coming out. Kalani Satake was in a short video clip posted on social media announcing that Lavelle Edwards Stadium is going to be at full capacity this fall as the plan from BYU. And I got to say, after having watched a lot of football last year with literally tens, if that many fans in the stands, I cannot wait to see fans just packing stadiums. Man, it's it's going to be raucous. It's going to be it's. I mean, like we we talked about it with the Jazz mm-hmm. last segment. It's just going to feel right. It's go, getting back to normal. And man, it was such good news yeah. to hear. You know, Lavelle Edwards Stadium full capacity. I expect that both Utah and Utah State will follow suit sure, in, the, in the near future. That's And they the, the difference between BYU making this announcement now versus Utah and Utah State is Utah and Utah State also do it in conjunction with the conferences that they are members of. BYU, and for better or worse, you, that's another topic for another day, they're an independent <laughs> program. They, they determine what they're going to do. And they have obviously checked off with the Utah County Health Department, the State Health Department, all this stuff. And they, have, they put in here, BYU will continue to follow the guidance of university and state health officials to ensure a safe environment as it opens its home slate. It says plans for a full stadium capacity will continue to be contingent on COVID-19 cases staying at a low rate and will also be influenced by vaccination rates. With these very variables, plans are subject to change. But I got a big round of applause for them saying, you know what, it is our intention to have 60, is it 63,000 and change now at Lavelle Edwards Stadium? It's our intention to have everybody who wants to be there can get there and watch the games. Yeah, it's it's just great news, you know, and obviously we've all got to do our part to make sure that sure. we get there. Uh, but man, it's it's just, it feels good to be on that road right now to where it's Instead of saying, well, you know, because we, we, we heard a lot of this last season where it was, mm-hmm. we're probably not going to do this, but it's subject to change. Now it's, we're probably going to do this. It's still subject to change, but we are on the right trajectory. We're on the right path. And so, man, let's go. Let's get there. Yeah, so there will be a six-game slate for BYU this year. Obviously, the annual Holy War game between them and Utah is set for September 11th. That'll be BYU's first home game. So the hope is, yeah, 63,000-plus red and blue-clad fans will be packing in to the House of Lavelle built and watching that game. I'm with you. I'm glad to hear that kind of the mentality shifted from, like you mentioned, we're probably not going to do this, but we could do it if things change. Now, no, it's... We're doing this, and it'll take something pretty extravagant over here to force us off of this path. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's very, very encouraging. So looking forward to that. Uh, tip of the cap to BYU on making that announcement. I'm also with you, Lundy. I'm expecting by the midway point of probably June, I would expect, maybe they can push it into July. I think push it as far as they really want to. I expect the University of Utah, Utah State, Weber State, Southern Utah, Dixie State, every football program in the state, I expect they will have an announcement in some form or fashion saying we are going back to full capacity. And that, if you're a sports fan, any of you who happened to attend a football game last year, I attended all of BYU's home games last year, if I I recall correctly, I got to say, it is a very eerie and weird feeling to be in this just massive facility and be able to literally individually count every person sitting in the stands. They're piping in, they were piping in crowd noise, and at times it would cut out, and it just was like silent. And you can hear players like, we're sitting up in the press box at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We're two and 300 feet up in the air, removed from that field, and you could almost make out individual players yelling out on the field at points. I never want to experience that again. 
Yeah, no, I I, I don't blame you. That's just. Ugh, yeah, I mean, I watched all the games from home, you know. I and mean, you can still feel it. And yeah. it still just felt empty. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was better than no football at all. Sure. But, man, it was weird. <laughs> weird is the is the right term for it. So, tip of the cap to Tom Homo, Kalani Satake, and the rest of the decision makers down there at BYU. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that announcement coming here shortly for the other programs in state. All right, we will wrap up this Saturday show, this edition of the Saturday show coming up next. Our parting thoughts and or shots. That's all coming up next right here on the Zone Sports Network. Lob to Rudy. Oh, he packed it with the right hand. Produce three all-stars. Check. Oh, Donovan Mitchell. Win 51 games. Check. Earn the best record in the NBA in the top spot in the West. You are fabulous. Check and check. The regular season is over, and now the number one seeded Utah Jazz begin their quest for an NBA title. Let's go! When the Jazz take the court in the NBA playoffs, you'll hear every second of every game on your exclusive home. Welcome home of the Utah Jazz. 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. All right, putting a bow here on the Saturday show. Lundy, Yock, it's been a fun show, Lundy. It's gone by way too quickly once again. Unbelievable. I, I told you last week when we started this, I was like, you're going to feel like you've been on air for like 25 minutes, all of a sudden two hours is gone. It, it feels more like it's been five minutes. It, it, it kind of like, flies it's, by. It's It's been super fun, though. I mean, it's it's been great. Yeah, we have a lot of fun with this, and we'll be doing this uh, for the foreseeable future. That's what the best part about this, and I, I'm... I was very excited when Lloyd Cole said, hey, I know you, you, you've you got other things going on, but we want to bring the Saturday show back. What is your interest? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Like, I, No hesitation whatsoever. I, I, I love talking on air. It's been a goal of mine for many, many years. Obviously, I, I'm a producer. I produce DJ and PK in the morning. Well, when you're a producer, the hope is to switch opposite sides of the glass. You've been on the, you've been on the other side of the glass. Getting on this side, it's where the fun, it's where the magic happens. It's oh man, it's just the best. I mean, you know, like it's it's one of those things that when I first started kind of looking at this career, it was like, I mean, this is what I do anyway with my time. You know, when I meet up with friends, talk like this. Mm-hmm. You know, why not why not see if I can do that professionally? You know, see if <laughs> if there's people that are willing to listen to my to my takes. That's the, that's the goal right there, absolutely. And we love doing it. Like, like we mentioned earlier on in the show, we're just simply a mouthpiece. We're lucky enough to do what we do for a job. Like People ask me, like, you had a pretty sweet job. I'm like, yeah, I do. And I, I don't mean to sound like pompous or arrogant or no. cocky about it. It's truly a dream job. It really is. Like, it just incredibly lucky to do what we do. Sure. Yeah, it's just... It, yeah, I... I'm living my dream. So yeah. I get to wake up, eat, breathe, sleep, sports, and draw a paycheck from it. Just it, It's phenomenal. But uh, as we go out the door here, Lundy, let's give our predictions for this upcoming series for the Utah Jazz. Tomorrow night, you'll be able to hear, by the way, all the action in the Utah Jazz will be right here on your home for the Utah Jazz, the Zone Sports Network. Uh, Tip-off in tomorrow night's game is set for 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Pre-game, the Jazz pre- game night pre-game show with Jake Scott, Tim Lacombe, and I'm expecting other folks. I'm sure PK will be involved at some level. Patrick Kinahan. Who knows who? Who knows who else is going to show up, Lundy? Just be ready. You're going to be pushing a lot of buttons. It feels like. T- tune in and find out. Okay. We'll. Uh, we'll. You know. We'll. 
It'll be fun. You know, we'll, we'll just kind of keep it as a surprise. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, stay tuned for that. But let's give our predictions for this series. I know you kind of laid it out earlier on in the show. Uh, you feel like the Utah Jazz are going to have to earn this series, but you feel like it might be over a little bit earlier despite feeling like it is really pushed along. Right. I think that the Jazz take this one in five. Okay. Uh, you know, Utah Jazz in five, gentlemen sweep. Sure. I think it's going to feel like... You know, closer to a seven-game series. Okay. <clears throat> because I think that Memphis just plays that style mm-hmm. where they they push teams to their limit, and I mean that's what that, that's what makes them dangerous. You know, Golden State got the the wrong side of that last night, and so I think that the Jazz game one should be pretty, you know, pretty comfortable victory. It's you know I'm not going to say like thirty or forty. I think that's within the realm of possibility. I think it's, you know, it'll probably be something more like 10, maybe 15. Okay. I could see that. And I think the rest of the series, the Jazz are really going to have to work. As we've gone along in this show, I started out thinking, okay, if the Jazz win it in six, that'd be pretty good. But you know what? We're not here to just kind of like hem and haw. Give me the Jazz in a sweep. Ooh. I've I, I got this feeling that I think Donovan Mitchell, he's been chomping at the bit to get back. I think he's back tomorrow night. I think the Utah Jazz go out there and make a statement in game one and say, you know what? We ain't messing around. This is winning time. I, to use the Michael Jordan phrase. Mm-hmm. We're about business this year. And Donovan Mitchell said it last year. We are done losing in the first round. I think he wants to go out and say, there is no doubt that we are contenders. And I think a sweep over this upset-minded Memphis team, I think would send a statement to the rest of the league that Utah ain't messing around, folks, so mm-hmm. give me the Jazz straight sweep. Man, yeah, that would certainly put the rest of the league on notice. It, it would, because we've all talked about all year long how the West is going to be a dogfight, and it will be, trust me. They've, they've got, you've got to win 16 times over the next two months if you want to lift the Larry O'Brien trophy. Right. I think I've got this gut feeling all of a sudden, just talking about this with you today, Utah in four. Just pull out the brooms. Let's go. All right. Well, yeah, I mean... I think that's certainly entirely possible. I'm not, you know, I, I don't think that that's irrational. Memphis is going to fight. There's no yeah. doubt about it. I'm with you on that. But I just, I, I've got this all of a sudden, I don't know, call it, it maybe just indigestion. Who knows? But, <laughs> <laughs> but give me, give me Utah in a sweep. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of the show. Wendy, any other thoughts from you on the way out the door here? Uh, it's been fun. Okay. I mean, well. I've, I've really enjoyed it. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in. This, sure. You know, honestly, we, we really appreciate it. Yeah, we've had a blast. We love doing this. We'll be back next week. And I may be looking like a buffoon at that point, but we'll find out. But you know what? Stay tuned. We'll have some fun along the way, nonetheless. Stay tuned for uh, programming throughout the throughout the week on the station, obviously. DJ, DJ and PK in the morning, Hans and Scotty, the big show, all the jazz broadcasts that Alex will be a part of. Cannot wait for it, guys. Enjoy the games, and we'll talk again next week. This has been the Saturday Show right here on 97.5 FM, 1280 AM, and the Zone Sports Network.